The next Mishnah in Yud Gimel starts of Hu Oimer. He said, who is he? He is Hillel. What did he say? So here we have a, a very um, tricky Mishnah with tricky words. Hillel said like this, Nagad Shema, somebody that's looking to make a name for himself because he wants to be honored. What is going to happen with such a person is Avad Shemei. At the end of the day, not only will he not gain honor, but he will even lose the honor that maybe he had prior. There's a Gemara that says, Whoever chases after honor, the honor runs away from him. Honor is a thing that you don't chase after. It's a thing that is earned. But you're not supposed to do things in order to earn honor. You're supposed to do things properly. And then it says another place, it says, And somebody who runs away from covet, then the honor runs after him. It works both ways. So this is what he taught us. Now he was a very humble person, so he could teach us this. He said, If you're looking to make a name for yourself, you'll even lose the honor that you previously had. Then he said, the low Mosef, and somebody that's content with his Torah, knowledge, he does not seek to add to his Torah knowledge. He's satisfied. He says, okay, I'm wise enough. I'm a big enough Talmud Chacham. I learned enough Musr, learned enough scripture, I learned enough Talmud. I know it all. He doesn't bother to be Mosef. Such a person, Yosef, he will even lose what he has. In Judaism, there's no such thing as standing still. If you don't go forward, you go backwards. There's no such thing in Judaism as stagnation. My rabbi used to quote a pasuk. He used to say, Miyale Bahar Hashem. Who will climb? The mountain of Hashem. Umi yakum, and who will stand bimkom kotcho in the holy place? And he always used to say that Judaism is an act of yala. Who is going to always ascend? Ascending is a major, major principle in Judaism. You can't sit back and say, I'm accomplished. You're never accomplished. There's always what to learn. There's always what to achieve. There's always a place for improvement. There's always more wisdom to acquire. As long as one is moving, then he's gaining. But once you stop, then you freeze. Then he says, And somebody that doesn't study at all, He is worthy of death. Now that's very, very harsh to say something like that. Imagine Hillel is saying that. When a person doesn't learn Torah, he can't teach because you can't teach if you don't learn. The first step is you need to learn yourself. And then you can go ahead and teach. So when you don't learn, you can't teach. And then, since he does not learn Torah, so he doesn't have the merit upon which... God should grant him life. There's a purpose on this world. 
and that is Torah. Like the first prophet in Chumash, Bereshus in the beginning, Bara Lakim, God created the heavens and the earth. And Rashi, the famous commentary says, Bereshus, Bishril HaTorah Shenikra Reishus, because of Torah, which is called Reishus. So Torah is a criteria that is a must when you're talking about life. In many places it says that when Hashem created the world, He created it for the sixth day. It says, Vayer, Vayiboker, it was evening and it was day. Yom Ha-Shishi, doesn't say Yom Shishi, the sixth day. It says Yom Ha-Shishi, this sixth day. What's the significance of the sixth day? The significance is the sixth of Sivan, the sixth day of the month of Sivan. At which time Hashem gave the Torah. He went to all the nations and asked them, will you accept the Torah? And they all had a different problem why they didn't accept it until the Jewish people did accept it. But if the Jewish people had not accepted the Torah at that time, the sages teach us God would have destroyed the world. So Torah is the lifeblood of the world's existence. In fact, they say that the reason Hashem created the world the way He created it is because there should never be a time when the Torah is not being studied. When we're sleeping here in Israel, they're up. When Israel is sleeping, Australia is up. There's never a time when Torah is not being studied. It's part and parcel of life. Just like water gives life, it's a source of life, Torah is a source of life. Just like a person can't exist without water, a person can't exist without Torah. That's as simple as that. If Torah gives life and you're not studying Torah, so then you automatically, automatically become insignificant, so to say. It's not in existence. That's the reason why King David said, Not only is it a life, for the people that study it, but also for the people that support it, support the Torah. Eitz Chaim He, Eitz Chaim, it's a tree of life, Bo, to those that strengthen the Torah. So any involvement with Torah is a potion of life. That's why in the sages it says that if a person has a headache, if your head is bothering you, Yasek Patera. You should be oisik in Torah. Torah is a medicine. Not only that, but it says, I created a Yetzirah, I created the evil incarnation. I created the Torah, which is the spice against it. So Torah is the answer. There's nothing more powerful. There's no more powerful potion than Torah if it's studied properly. And that's why he says at the end here, and if somebody goes ahead and uses the crown of Torah for his own benefit, for praise, if a person uses the crown of Torah not to sanctify Hashem's name, but a person uses the crown of Torah for selfish personal reasons is chalaf he's going to disappear eventually from the world and that's what the sages teach us 
Anyone who has self-gratification from Divratora, he's reducing his life on this world. There's one purpose for the study of Torah, and that is the sanctification of Hashem's name, that by studying it, we become attached and close to Hashem. By studying Torah, we're able to understand the way Hashem runs the world. By studying Torah, we're able to serve Hashem. We're able to perform His mitzvahs and do our duty as His servants. When you study Torah, you're showing Hashem, I am interested in what you have to say. It's like a person receives a letter from a president starts to read it and he can't understand what the president is saying. So what is he supposed to do? He has to find somebody that can explain to him what the president is saying. Because every word that the president is writing is important. That's why we study Torah. The author of the Torah is Hashem. So Hashem sent the Torah down to this world and he gave it to the Jewish people. Then the Jewish people have a responsibility. What does the king have to say? What's his message? And that's why in all the study halls, when the kolals and the young men that are sacrificing to study Torah, what are they really doing? The act of going to study in a kolal is an act of showing that the message that the king has sent down to this world is of interest to me. I am interested in what God has to say. That's why I go to the study hall in order to familiarize myself and to understand what does the king want of me. He wants me to do a mitzvah. I'm interested in knowing how does he want me to do the mitzvah. I just don't want to do the mitzvah for the sake of doing the mitzvah. I want to know every single detail and nuance about how I can fulfill the mitzvah, because when I fulfill the mitzvah, I'm fulfilling my Creator's will. And since I owe Him my life, therefore I owe Him to go ahead and do His will in the best fashion that I possibly can.